Oh, there it goes. Everybody look up and watch out. It's Keep Up with Sylvan Sane. I'm here with the rest of the Keep Up crew. Let's get, let's get into some motherfucking shout outs. Time for some motherfucking shout outs. Oh boy. <laughs> here we go. So Clean is our new guest. The episode is called So Fresh and So Clean. She is a podcast host. She's also a blogger. We will get more into who she is. She has a shout out this week. Please tell us who your shout out is. Highly advised podcast. Oh, oh. Yeah. Now, why are you shouting them out? They are my favorite podcast. That's all about music. I know my bad. Don't be jealous. <laughs> music. Right, I was going to say, like, everybody keeps promoting podcasts that are like mine. Like, they're going to take me out. What are they about? <laughs> music. They're about current events. If we check them out, they post every Thursday. Three friends. Hell yeah. yeah. Sweet. And, yeah, no, I, I'm a big fan of a network yes. and the come-up game. It ain't all fun till we all get some. All right, so let's get into what's happening this week with politics and sodomized on Christmas. What the f- fuck happened i feel like we've talked about this already (laughs) (laughs) right um so congressional leaders are coming together to vote against and republican congressional leaders and some senators um particularly mr howley he is coming uh to delegitimize the election for joe biden so the electoral college they will be coming together pence already rejected trump to try to overthrow the election um, so this is all just a formality. It's just going to make it go longer. Um, January 6th is when they're going to do this. January 20th is when he gets inaugurated, Joe Biden. Um, does this dispirit you in any way so clean that, like, um, we are this contentious with election results? It doesn't dispirit me. Um, I know that there's a lot of people out there that think worst-case scenario, and they thought this was going to be dragged out for like so long until March past the inaugurational date. Yeah. But I'm happy that they just killed it. Like, all right, enough is enough. Me too. Mm-hmm. And sometimes like, even though I know he's going to be certified, sometimes I get a little worried because I'm just like, you're right. Cause it's been so long. Like November 4th was, it feels like a decade yeah. ago. Like, you know, so like, I'm just ready. I, not that I like Biden. I've said that many times on this show. I'm not a big fan of Biden at all, but I'm just ready for anything but Trump. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and like I said, hopefully uh, the show after, like, episode 100 will be, like, stop talking about him so much now that we'll have a new president. <laughs> um, recently, uh, when the certification was going on in Georgia, the secretary state of Georgia, um, Raps, I always forget how to say his name. <laughs> um, Raffisberger, there we go. He is a Republican himself. He already said publicly that he was disappointed in the results. But he believes in a free and fair election, so he believes that Biden won. And so Trump has tried to put pressure on him multiple times. There was even a phone call that they referenced to, and now they have the audio of that vo- uh, voice recording. And it says, Trump, on the other line, I just want 11, approximately 11,780 votes. Trump pressed Georgia to overturn Biden victory. He said, I just want 11,000 votes. That's all I need. It's one more than I need to, to overturn so this guy is going behind the scenes and just trying to bully every state mm-hmm. to get him to win this election. Again, we are supposed to be the beacon of the world when it comes to elections. Um, not to say that we're like, you know, corrupt mm-hmm. free, but, to, but from what I could tell, we're like the least corrupt when it comes to election results in the world. 
And now it doesn't look like that. How do you feel about that? Trump is the ultimate gaslighter in the universe. He is a gaslighter. 100%. So I don't know why anybody's surprised that he's doing X, Y, and Z. I think we should, now that we recognize it, I mean, we could approach Trump differently. Mm -hmm. I agree. I agree. We get to put him back in the place that he deserves. Uh, We were talking about in the pre-meeting before Mm -hmm. that – um, used to watch The Apprentice. I actually believe that he will be going back to that show uh, after the presidency. I actually believe that he'll be starting his own news network to rival Fox News as well. So there's nothing short. And uh, we talked about it before, too, that all these senators and um, congressmen that are vouching for him right now, I don't think they believe that that it's a fraud. I just think that they're trying to zero in on his base that's hugely popular. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he had 75 million votes. And uh, Biden had 81. 75 million votes is a lot. That is the most for an incumbent president. He's not lying about that. So that's a huge base. So all these guys that are vouching for him now, I guarantee will be at the general election in 2024. They're just trying to gain publicity. All right. So moving on. Uh, Bernie Sanders tried to do a filibuster. That is when you try to um, just talk about nothing so that a vote can't go past. And so Aaron Burr, he's the one that founded that from Hamilton. He's the guy, <laughs> that's the guy that made that up. And so um, he is trying to fight from the $600 stimulus check that we were, that we just started rolling out this week, as mu- as as well as the vaccine. The vaccine is being rolled out as well. That that actually has been going pretty slow. You don't hear Trump bragging <laughs> about that. But the stimulus um, is supposed to be well, not supposed to be. There's a lot of politicians that want to be uh, 2,000. Nancy Pelosi, a bunch of people. <laughs> There's a bunch of Republicans that don't. They wanted to stay at 600. Mitch McConnell supports. Uh, no, he does not support the 2000. And he actually blocked it from getting to the floor to be voted on. And he is trying to include other stipulations that Trump wanted. Um, the defense bill got overridden by, by his veto. Um, we had Confederate uh, soldiers on the names of buildings. And we had Section 230 that he wants repealed. Um, that is, like I said, is when Jack Dorsey, Twitter, if, we, if you and I, if, if any of us say something really, really offensive, something libel, something really slanderous, they are protected by that Section 230 so that they can't get sued. Now, you would think that if you're against Twitter, you're against Facebook, you're against all those things, all big tech, that that would be something that would hurt them. No, it would not. It would not hurt them. It would hurt you. It would hurt Trump. It would. Hurt, they, they just wouldn't post <laughs> They just wouldn't post what you posted. If they felt that it was too controversial and they felt that they were going to lose money and they were going to get sued, they just won't put up your post. They will just block you from posting it. Mm-hmm. And putting the disclaimer is actually doing you a favor from not censoring you. So how do you, how do you feel about that? How do you feel about Section 230? And how do you feel about you're a veteran yourself? How do you feel about the Confederate uh, names on our federal uh, military building? Okay, so with Section 230, as far as the tweets and anything going through social media, we all have a choice to let the message affect you. So, yes, it could be ridiculous, but is it really directly affecting you? Make the choice, okay? And as far as the Confederate soldiers or history in military bases, I do not agree that we should keep all of that. We need to let that 
uh, part of history go. Yes, it is a part of our history, but it shows that there's two types of people in this world. There's the narrow-minded and the open-minded. So what are we? Let's make a choice today. That's the that's the theme. <laughs> yeah. And Confederacy was only around for five years. So it's not really that much of our history. And if it's that mm-hmm. much part of history, put it in a fucking museum. Damn. I'm putting on my damn federal. So I'm trying to scare us black people. With the For real. <laughs> we already scared. We already scared. You don't need to try to scare it's us anymore. It's hard out here for anyway. For you know, urban. For a pimp, oh, man. Yeah, it's hard out here, man. I be saying that, and then people are like, "Yo, what?" I'm all like, "Damn, what's up with the world today?" Man, I need to make my way out to Philly, man. I need to set these people I straight, know, man. Right? I need to set these people um, so Craig Yakers, mm-hmm. uh, the people that have been the catalyst for the back and forth with the stimulus package, um, they got their house uh, toilet papered, old school style. Mitch McConnell, the mis- uh, Mr. Moscow, Mitch the Turtle, this, uh, his house was toilet papered, and so was Nancy Pelosi. Nancy Pelosi, um, you might not see these two guys actually after this week because Nancy Pelosi is going for the Speaker of the House vote again. She is the first uh, woman to hold that post. Um, the progressives are not a fan of her, so they might vote her out. And Mitch McConnell, we have the runoff that's happening on January 6th, only in a couple of days. You will see if um, either Ossoff, Loeffler, War- uh, Warnick, Raphael Warnick, you will see if they actually, uh, yeah, if if Democrats get one seat. Actually, if Democrats get both the seats, sorry, if Democrats get both the seats, they will have a majority in the Senate and in the House of Congress. Mm-hmm. If Republicans take any of the seats, it's, they're gonna the the uh, Republicans are gonna hold the Senate, and the Democrats are just gonna hold the Congress, and they're gonna obviously hold um, the President's office, the Oval Office. So with that happening, and and we've seen Trump go down there a few times. Like I said, people are upset. People are upset that they're stalling on the stimulus bill, that they're that the vaccines are not coming through. So right now, Mitch McConnell and Nancy Pelosi, they are the head of the Republicans and the Democrats, other than the president, and people are very upset, and they're toilet paper in their house. Have you have you ever, I'm not trying to incriminate you, but have you ever toilet paper I was going to tell the story of when I used to egg people's yes. houses. Yes. Oh, please. Oh, oh I, I was like, I hope you're not embarrassed because I want to hear this. <laughs> Go ahead. Tell us how you egg someone's house. Tell it, and, and I, I hope they deserved it. Um, okay, so there was this um, neighbor of mine, totally hated the dude. He was so annoying. He rode my bus, and he lived behind me. And then I'm here, like, trying to convince my sis, like, yo, let's egg his house, blah, 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 blah. So, <laughs> yes. so me and her, we, it was so funny because we were, like, we dressed for the occasion. Like, let's wear all black. You know, let's go and, like, at, like, 8 p.m. when nobody can see us. Let's jump over the fence. And <laughs> Yeah, Mission Impossible yeah, over here. Holy so shit. into it. Small town court. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> but it's a tag team for me, and we're jumping over the fence. I mean, it was only in our backyard, so it was, like, easy access. And I was like, all right, <laughs> get the egg. I can't do <laughs> <make> it. <laughs> I was like, go without me. Run, run, run. Run, run. I'm gonna jump back in the backyard. <laughs> Make sure the sliding door is full. I mean, unlocked. <laughs> so, like, we're taking the eggs, we're putting it in our shirts because we're trying to be like resourceful AF. So, we're like, <laughs> like holding the eggs in our, in our thing, and we're trying to jump the fence and trying to like coordinate. I was like, all right, it's like, throw the egg, but we had 
like direct shots. We weren't doing it far. We were like real close to uh-huh. their house, so like we know. Like we wanted to make sure the precision was on point. So you so you hit the house, but you it was but, close. but I'm assuming you fell over because you had because you had eggs in your in your like abdomen area while you were going over a fence. How I, I'm not I'm not a big person into physics, but how did that work? I just work? feel like I that... could finesse jumping over a fence like nobody's business. Wow! Oh, <laughs> with eggs in your pocket, that is impressive. That hey. is impressive. That, I bet, it was three. Yeah, ago. you would have you would have got an A plus at home economics, man. You would have definitely. Remember when they used to have to carry oh, that true. egg in order to like you know, have a baby, right? But one of those eggs did. I mean, a few of those eggs didn't make it. Didn't make it. Some of them ended up on Mitch McConnell's house and your neighbor's hey. house. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, chickadees. Sorry, chickadees. So, right? Yeah. So, let's get into some music. Motherfucker, fa-la-la-la-la. What the fuck did I hear? R.I.P. MF Doom. He is one of a... He's a hip-hop legend. He was part of a hip-hop group in the beginning, and then he became a great solo artist. He became very famous for putting on masks. And the very most famous mask was the one that resembled Dr. Doom from Marvel, one of the all-time great villains. He died on Halloween, but his family kept it a secret, and they revealed it on New Year's Eve. Um, Tom York just did a special for him, so that just lets you know the genres that he touches and that, you know, he is a musical legend, not just a hip-hop legend. Um, you heard about the news. Do you have friends that are into MF Doom? Is he big in Philly? He's definitely big in Philly. I know I only know about MF Doom's death from you and the Highly Advice podcast. <laughs> when y'all posted yeah, it. My, my competition. Highly Advice, lay off my topic. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, the heat. <laughs> but, um... Right, right. Right, you gotta start. You gotta start a rivalry. Oh man. my I'm gosh! The new Eminem and Snoop Dogg rival podcast edition. Oh look at that! <laughs> look at that! You give a sneak peek for the next oh topic. <laughs> hey, but um, the MF Doom topic. Uh, shout out to the fam. They were able to keep it under wraps since Feb- I mean since October. Hello. Wow, like that's freaking talent. Is this the new like Kylie Jenner pregnancy like secrecy? Oh. Hello. I was like, wow, you what? You died? And I didn't know. And I didn't know. Yeah. I, no, you're right. We we feel very entitled to that type of news. I totally agree with you. And I'm not used to that either. I'm not used to people being private about that kind of information. Same. And for so long, for so long, November, December. Basically two months, um, but that's good. That's good. It was definitely because of COVID. Mm-hmm. We're definitely not up each other's asses as we usually are um, when it comes to like paparazzi mm-hmm. type uh, endeavors. Um, but I'm I'm happy. I mean, I'm not happy. I'm not happy that he's he's uh, away from this earth. He was only 49 years old, so that's way too young. But I'm happy that he got the privacy that he needed, that his family needed to uh, send him his, on his way. So again, um, RIP to that. R.I.P. to the friendship between Eminem and Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg and Eminem are friends, but uh, Snoop Dogg hurt his feelings, man. He hurt his feelings, though. Snoop Dogg had, was in an interview, and he named his top ten rappers, and Eminem was not on that list. And they asked him why, and he was like, Eminem's a great friend of mine. Um, like I said, they go back from Aftermath, Death Row, well, not Death Row, but Dr. Dre, 
Um, the Chronic 2001 classic album, they all were on that together. They're big friends. But Snoop Dogg said that there's people in my top ten that you can't live without. Mm-hmm. That you just there's no hip hop without mm-hmm. them. I don't feel that I don't feel that way about Eminem. Mm-hmm. So Eminem took that personally, and you know how Eminem does. Eminem goes on his albums and he roasts people and mm-hmm. he roasts it at Snoop Dogg. And Snoop Dogg had a response for that too. And they were like, How do you feel about Eminem being hurt about you not putting him on his top ten? And Snoop Dogg goes, I pray that I don't comment on that weak ass shit. Mm. Mm. Damn, Snoop, tell us how you really right. feel. Please. Don't hold back. Don't hold back. So how do you feel about Eminem being extra soft on this, man? He's a, he's almost fifty years old and he's still getting his feelings hurt and making up battles, man. I know you're not a big uh-huh. fan. You already said that you you said that in the pre meeting. I was. I, I'm a I'm a fan okay. overall, like of his music over time. I don't really listen to him as much as I used to when I was in mm-hmm. middle school. But to me, in my okay. opinion, and I want to hear your opinion, but to me, at this point of the game, you're a legend. You're a Mount Rushmore to many people. Who gives a fuck if Snoop Dogg thinks that you're on Mount mm-hmm. Rushmore? How do you, it doesn't even have to be rap. I have should it matter? It shouldn't matter. Your peers? I have a different standpoint from like twenty minutes ago, so Okay, so Snoop Dogg and Eminem are completely different artists. So I can see why Snoop Dogg doesn't feel like Eminem is his cup of tea because Snoop Dogg has a more like chill vibe, like more um, laid back vibe. And then there's Eminem on the other side and he's super angry, super depressed. And I think Eminem, I know he's like getting older. I think he has become more soft because he is getting older. Like he ain't, he doesn't have time for that. He doesn't have time to be like holding on to like stuff that happened like 20, 30 years ago. So I can see how he's evolved. I feel yeah. you. I feel you. Not everybody, not everybody gets to, to big brownies with uh, Martha Stewart. I feel you on that. Yeah. Um, Snoop Dogg. No, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm a big Eminem fan. I'm a big Snoop Dogg fan. I think Eminem is a way better rapper than Snoop Dogg. Yeah. Um, a better, is, is Snoop Dogg a better artist? Yes. Snoop Dogg has better hits. He is a better, uh, personality brand, mm-hmm. but whatever. We're, we're, uh, they're just different. With, uh, Doesn't mean they suck. They're just different. They offer different, okay. like, energies. I don't, oh, yeah. definitely. I'm gonna go bolder than that, though. I definitely think Eminem's a better rapper. As far definitely as think lyrically, so. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and like I said, most rappers would put Eminem in their top five. For someone that's not on your level, maybe stature-wise, Snoop Dogg is on his level. Like he is more of a legend than Eminem mm-hmm. is. But like I said, when it comes to skill, so if he's not on your level. Why do you care? Right. And we've talked about this before. Eminem, sometimes he's bored, so he makes up little fights in order to get over his boredom. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it just makes him look like a crybaby. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was some other hip-hop that came out, some more uh, new hip-hop, Little Dirk, The Voice, Playboy Cardi, a whole lot of Red, Tyga, he has Well Done Fever, Zaytoven, um, he's from Atlanta. He did an album with Usher a few years ago. It was very popular. Um, he did a Christmas album. You know how I feel about Christmas mm-hmm. albums. I hate them, but whatever. They're here. How the Grinch, uh, Tobin stole the trap. Yeah. Um, and there's some new videos. Justin Bieber, he airbrushed. That was like big on uh, YouTube. Um, he airbrushed all of his tattoos. The guy's covered in tattoos. I saw that on YouTube. Like Adam. Yeah, the transformation. Because he has a lot mm-hmm. of them. And they fooled me because I thought he was actually removing them. No, he airbrushed them out. Uh, changing the narrative really- on us, huh? 
<laughs> right? Pete Davidson actually has been removing his tattoos, actually permanently. Oh. It's a very painful process. Very He's expensive. probably going and his body is going through a new phase in life. Yes, mm-hmm. he is. He's act- he's going to be um, in the new movie, um, the new uh, adaptation of It's a Wonderful Life. So he's actually getting a lot more uh, movie roles. So uh, you're right. I think he is trying to rebrand nice. himself. Um, there's some new videos. Also, Justin Bieber's uh, video is called Anybody. Um, there's a new music video by Bad Bunny. He actually, it's called Booker T. He has the wrestler from WWE in the video. So that's really cool. Um, Dua Lipa, she's really hot right now, and she's actually hot in she general. Um, her and Kylie Minogue, we discussed before, Throwback. the Australian singer, <laughs> the Australian singer Kylie Minogue, and Dua Lipa is from England. Um, they have a very popular song called Real Groove, and the music video just came out recently. Kylie Minogue has been crushing records as an elder statesman for music. She's basically like the uh, the UK version of Madonna. Hey. <laughs> And uh, there's one more. Foo Fighters just came out with a new song as well. It's called No Son of Mine. Um, is there any new music that you've been bumping to le- uh, lately? Uh, uh, you can catch me on TikTok songs. I love their mashups. So that's how, like, uh, yeah. Um, I love. You got to follow each other on oh, TikTok. No, TikTok. Yeah, shoot. Mine are so embarrassing. I don't dance. I don't sing. But I will. Maybe yeah, maybe, maybe, if I, maybe if you inspire Ooh, me. Maybe it's a motivation for me. <laughs> Right, that's right. You're very motivational, so you you bring you bring out the energy. So that's good. <laughs> so yeah, what um do you uh do you like Dua Lipa? Do you have any artists that are like them? Do you like I said, is there any new music that you're listening to? Okay, recently? so Dua Lipa, yeah, I love her. She's a definite. She's um sexy, sophisticated, and she's like mesmerizing in a way. I yeah, totally agree. she's fucking gorgeous. I'm a big fan, and you're and you live near uh, Made in America. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what's up, man? You, you should be more musical. I should be. <laughs> I went to Firefly. Oh, I never been. That's the one in Delaware. Yes. I heard that was really fun. It's like four or five days, yeah. right? Like totally, lot. but I only went to one day, and I saw Eminem. Yeah, oh, look at that! What a cool Everybody was Eminem, <laughs> and then I was like, because like the whole concert, I was hyped. And then Eminem comes, and I'm, like, trying. And I'm, like, no, it's not happening. What? You didn't bring out the disco ball for Stan? I know, I no should have. And he did play that. <laughs> <laughs> I was a different energy. I got my, like, crochet top from freaking Primark. So, you know, it was game on. <laughs> Oh, hey. well, you were serious. You were, you, were, you were waiting to find Boo. You were waiting to find Bay out there. You were like, Bay, where you at? Where are you? I got my, top, I got my favorite top on. Where are you? Where are you? <laughs> but that's 2017, y'all. That's true. I know what year that was, too. Yes, yeah. it was too good because he, I went to Governor's Ball that year, and he was on. He was, oh, uh, my gosh, Governor's Ball? I want to go there so bad. Oh, well, hopefully we hopefully um, we beat this COVID and we get rewarded for that. Totally. That's for, cool. for making it through. Yeah, no, I'm totally ready. Yeah. Um, I'm going to, I know there's, I know it's controversial vaccines. I'm going to try to take mm-hmm. it. Um, hopefully after the people that are at risk in my family. But as soon as that happens, I'm hey. at the nearest festival, man. I mean, I, I'm, I'm back in the scene. I, I actually enjoy people. I do not like this hermit life. I love that I got to, to launch the show, and I, mm-hmm. I like that I got to uh, got to spend time with my dogs. My dog is fourteen. Oh. Her birthday was on on the twentieth. Same 20th. here. My dog's fourteen. Like, Stop. Oh, right, right. Oh, I, 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 I know. No. 
I know, I know. I get so emotional with her too, because like 14 so long. Yeah. You know what I'm like it's all good. She's great. She she's pretty good right now. What was I about to say? Damn, I got distracted <laughs> by your by your beautiful dog. What kind of dog uh, do you have? Chihuahua Pekingese mix. His name is Coco. So cute. Nice. Yes. So cuddly. Oh, I want like I love his enthusiasm with like cuddles and stuff. Like I could tell you he eyes me, I eye him and all of a sudden we're cuddling. Oh. <laughs> I know. Yeah, no, my uh my dog is too big and, and when she was mm-hmm. younger, um my brother's uh now wife, mm-hmm. um, she's very allergic to pets. So my I, my brother was my yeah. roommate down here and so he yeah. Saturday just never had a chance to be down here. And now the puppy, which is almost not a puppy, she's like eleven mm-hmm. months now. Um she she goes into my bed. But I try not to let Saturday see because Saturday gets really jealous. My dogs are named Saturday oh. and Wednesday. Oh, that's cute. And they both get really jealous of each other, so I always have to like be very strategic. Oh yeah. And but Saturday's my Saturday's my baby though. Gotcha. So like I love Wednesday. I'll always do whatever for Wednesday, but Saturday's always number one. Oh, the priorities for me. <laughs> That's true, man. I have no problems picking favorites. I have no problems saying Snoop Dogg is the worst forever than Eminem. I have no it's no crazy. <laughs> Get bold, baby. Yes, twenty twenty one. Here we go, right? Nobody's going to write that wrong in a check I this know, year. right? <laughs> Let's get into some TV and film. Christmas who? Haven't you guys ever heard of it? What the fuck did I watch? Calling ER, Dr. Clooney, Dr. Clooney. Dr. Clooney just directed another film. It's on Netflix called The Midnight Sky. I liked it. I enjoyed it a lot. Um, it's probably going to be an Oscar consideration because, you know, it's George right. Clooney, so uh, the Academy loves him. Um, and if you love Rogue Squadron, or no, sorry, Rogue's, uh, Rogue One from Star Wars and A Theory of Everything, you'll love Felicity love Jones. Her. She's also talented. Yes, and she's, uh, she has a big surprise in the Ooh. movie. Um, Kyle Chandler is in it from Friday Night Lights and Bloodlines. Sophie Rundle, she is from Peaky Blinders. Also, uh, I forgot what the show's called, mm-hmm. whatever. Oh, Bodyguard, she was in that as well. That was an amazing show. Well, that's the Bodyguard. That is the movie with Kevin Costner. I'm talking about Bodyguard, the miniseries on Oh, there's a difference. Wow. (laughs) So Richard Madden, the guy from Game of Thrones, um, what's his name? Uh, Rob Stark. Mm -hmm. He... he plays a bodyguard for a political official from Parliament mm-hmm. in the UK, and she is, and it's like during the time of like Iraq mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So she's very pro-war, and so obviously there's terrorists coming after her, terrorist cells, citizens are coming after. So like his job is to mm-hmm. the max. <laughs> and on top of that, they have an affair together. Oh. It's an amazing yeah, show. It. It's an amazing show. It's one of my favorite shows of all time. Uh, David Alawayu is in it as well. He's from Planet of the Apes. He's also from Selma. He played Martin Luther King. He's a great British actor. Um, there's a bunch of other people in it. But, yes, you should see Midnight Sky on Netflix. Very good movie. It's about this dispatch that is in the North, uh, in the North Pole. He is waiting. Not only is he terminally ill, but he's waiting for these people that actually, these astronauts that went to Jupiter, to went to a moon on Jupiter to find habitable space because in the year 230-something, where the movie takes place, the, the the Earth is dying. Like, it's pretty much almost done. So they have, we have to go find a new planet to inhabit. Mm-hmm. inhabit. And uh, 
earth is accelerated as far as going down, like as far as like not being like basically the earth mm-hmm. is done. Um, and the astronauts have no idea and they're coming back and George Clooney is trying to warn them and he's trying to, yeah, he's, he's trying to do his thing because they, they have no idea the earth is like completely done. Yeah. So imagine trying to go find a new home and then you're coming back and earth is already gone. You have, you pretty much have no home to come to and you had been in space for years. Yeah. That's not a movie. But yeah, midnight. Wait, wait, what? Yeah, go ahead. I, go ahead. Re- no, I don't want to interrupt oh, you guys. Gonna, uh, I want to recommend that to my parents. My parents love like a drama action. Yeah. Sure. They would really enjoy it. Very good. These were all released during the Christmas season, during the holiday season. So we have another one, Pixar Soul, uh, Disney Pixar, that stars Jamie Foxx, Tina Fey. Um, Donald Rawlings from Chappelle's Show, um, Rachel House from Stateless on Netflix. She's from New Zealand. Um, we have Alice Braga from Queen of the South. We have Questlove from uh, A Tribe Called Quest and Jimmy Fallon Band. Um, Angela Bassett from America Horror Story. Um, just so West Study. He's a, from the, he's a Native American actor. Ivana Wong. Just a great movie. So it's about this uh, jazz singer. He uh, he falls into a manhole and dies, and um, he's not ready. He's not ready to go to the afterlife, so he wants to try to tie up some loose ends, but he has nobody to go back to. And so he meets this other soul that has nobody as well. She's just like this lifelong soul. Her name is 22. She's voiced by Tina Fey, and they have to try to figure out how to get back down to earth and make that happen. And why the movie is so special is because it has a lot of great African-American representation. They actually anatomically, in fine detail, try to make them look as real as possible. Disney usually is very lazy with that. Um, my my stick with it is that I thought that Tina Fey's character should have been voiced by another black actor. But even in the movie, they said that, that was just to make the listener comfortable. Because, you know, even in voiceovers, you just always hear a middle-aged Karen on the other line in order to, I guess, mm-hmm. make us feel comfortable. So they did make that disclaimer, but I still feel that way. Are you looking forward to Soul? I am looking forward to Soul. I'm going to watch it. Um, Tina Fey is a very talented actress. Absolutely. But it's the artistry in you, like I said earlier, that wish that it could have, like, the movie could have been another level if they put a different actress as the voiceover voiceover yeah. yeah 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 especially disney who's had a lot of problematic things with uh, dumbo with the crows <laughs> like they they have to put like little racist disclaimers on their movies so you would think and then we talked about this on the show before um prince uh the frog princess mm-hmm. i had never seen that movie and the biggest reason why i didn't see it is because i heard the black princess was only in the movie for like 5 <gasps> minutes and she was mostly a frog throughout the whole movie so to me like you finally get a black princess, and she's a frog throughout throughout the whole thing. And the same thing with the Pixar Soul. I'm, I, it's a good movie. It's a very quality movie. I enjoyed it. Especially the graphics are phenomenal. It's definitely going to be in the awards mm-hmm. season. But to me, it fell short because it was mostly a black cast. Mm-hmm. And why couldn't you have both of the main characters? Why couldn't you have both of the protagonists be black? Why did it have to fall short? Why like why are we in twenty 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 one and um, why can't we get an all-black Pixar movie? Why can't we get an all-black Disney movie? Why, like, why do we not deserve that? That's just my take mm-hmm. on that. But there's a lot of cultures out there that do not have not have been represented like yet. The at Filipinos. All. So, yeah. Moana from Hawaii, 
Like, you're right. There's Mulan from uh, yeah. China. Not enough. You're right. Not enough. They're about to do a Columbia. Um, they're about to go to Columbia for a film for Disney. Um, that's going to be the first time um, in that country. Mm-hmm. So they're trying. They're trying to get their Epcot on, and I agree. They definitely need to get it because Philippines. I've been there before. Yeah. So much culture. So many stories. I really hope they get there yeah. soon, and I'm pretty sure they probably will be thinking there because, um, like I said, my friend Mark, mm-hmm. shout out to Life of Mark on YouTube. I'm going to have to recommend that to you. You'll enjoy mm-hmm. him. He's from the Philippines as well. Well, descent-wise, mm-hmm. um, he's American. Uh, oh, actually, no, he no, he is. He is. Uh, he is from the Philippines. He was born there. Okay. Bad. He, he cool, actually cool, cool. was. Yeah, but um, yeah, let's get into more movies. Let's my do bad. it. Got off topic. Right, got off topic. Um, so yeah, Soul is great. Wait, actually, um, I have not. Because mm-hmm. oh, I'm thinking ahead. about Filipinos now, and I think Filipinos aren't represented as much. It's because that they're not focused. Not at all. Wait, what? Not at all at all. Yeah. So sorry. It's because. Um, Filipinos aren't focused on the entertainment industry as much, I feel like. So one day we'll get there, but we're not really, like, all crazy about, like, making it to Hollywood, et cetera, et cetera. I feel like I've never met anybody, like, focused, like, trying to, like, make it to Hollywood. You know what I mean? I totally know what you mean. And we've I've actually talked about this with mm-hmm. Mark. I've talked about this with other uh, guests on the show. Um, when I was working with Mark mm-hmm. uh, on some videos, uh, I was looking at his analytics and stuff like that, and a lot, obviously a lot of his demographics from come from yeah. the country. And not obviously, it's what he catered because mm-hmm. yeah, he's, he's American. He's an American citizen, and so, but he knows his niche, and he knows that the Philippines do not, mm-hmm. like you said, not only are not involved in Hollywood too much, they don't watch a lot of entertainment on TV. Yeah. They don't watch a lot of film. Their most entertainment comes from YouTube. Mm. So like you said, with the vlogging and stuff, that is very popular over there. Mm-hmm. So they don't need to get into Hollywood. They get popular just from YouTube. They get their entertainment just from YouTube, just from like pretty much self-user-generated uh, content. Yeah. So I totally agree with you, and that's that's yeah, that's pretty much the reason. Yeah, why. <laughs> but you know, maybe me, I might I might move to New York, and hey, I might be on SNL. What's up? Just kidding. <laughs> Oh, you're you're representing. Hey. No, the, the what you're doing right now is trailblazing already. So, like you said, the the Filipinos out there, you are breaking the ceiling What's right up? now, right What's right up? now on this shitty ass on this shitty ass show. You're making history. Oh my god, I'm gonna cry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, more making history. Uh, Patty Jenkins. Uh, she is a phenomenal director. She's uh, the fir- uh, she's one of the first female directors to. Helm a Marvel, I'm not Marvel, sorry, a superhero mm-hmm. uh, film, and she did the sequel, Wonder Woman 84, that stars Gail Godot, uh, Chris Pine, uh, Pedro Pascal, he was amazing, he plays Max Gold, mm-hmm. uh, in the comic his name is Maximus mm-hmm. Gold, uh, or Maximus, I believe. Um, it was good. It was a good movie. It was on HBO Max. It's HBO Max's first 4K movie. Uh, like I said, Kristen Wiig is Cheetah. Pedro Pascal is amazing. So many uh, very... Uh, it in my review, uh, it was a little more rom com than the first okay. one. A little less action. Still a good mm-hmm. movie. I enjoyed the fight scene with Cheetah, even though I could have, um, I could have used more of her. To be honest, there was a little bit too much Kristen mm-hmm. Wiig, not enough Cheetah. Um, I did not like the villain in the first mm-hmm. one, so it was a huge upgrade on that. So 
It was, I was good. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Have you seen Wonder Woman yet? I did. I saw the first one. I love Chris Pine and I love Gal Gadot. Yeah, yeah both amazing. I um definitely recommend the first one though. For sure. Yeah, I like the first one better, but I do not like like I said the the fight scene was the 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 main mm-hmm. like like I do with soul. Like I had one issue. <laughs> It would have been a perfect movie. This one was a little bit of a drop off, but not too much. Mm-hmm. Not too much. Um, and if you're and if you love a nice little you know love circle going on in your action movie, you'll enjoy this. Totally. Ammonite, one of the best actresses of all time, Kate Winslet, and as a matter of fact, one of the best young actresses in the game. Um, I'm surprised she hasn't won an uh, Academy Award yet. She keeps getting nominated. Um, I think she's only like 24 years old. Uh, Soros Ronan, oh, she was in Little Women last Irish, year. Right? Yeah. yeah, she is. Uh, Brooklyn, Brooklyn, um, Lovely Bones. She's Atonement. already had a stellar career. Atonement. Atonement. Uh, yes. Oh, I forgot. The future. I totally forgot about that. Oh, that was a great movie. Yes, look at you. That was a good one. Big movie buff. Trust. Look at that. I don't usually get that. Usually I'm like on a, a lonely island with these movies, <laughs> but uh, good. I'm yeah. so happy. So Ammonite is a uh, a rock, mm-hmm. and uh, not coincidentally, uh, she uh, there's this woman that lives in Lyme. Her name is Mary. Ooh, I forgot her name, but she's a real person. <laughs> <laughs> she's a real she's a real person. She was a geologist, a paleontologist, mm-hmm. I believe, and she lived in Lyme. And this uh, rich person leaves his wife behind to to get taken care of. And Kate Winslet does a little bit too much of a good job taking care of her. They end up in a lesbian relationship. Mm. And uh, it's good. It's pretty good. Um, If you're into a lot of action, if you're not into a lot of dialogue, it's more of an indie piece. Um, It's probably going to get them award nominations. So if you're into, if you're not into slow, slow dialogue, it's not for you. But if you're into like Oscar contenders and a lot of good script and a lot of good acting. This this gal right here. Yes, right. but I just want to talk about one interview. Yes, that I saw with Kate Winslet and Sororsi. I remember Sororsi's like people always mispronounce my name. It's how do you say? It? Are we are we saying it correctly? Right. <laughs> Sor- Sor- I think it's Soros Ronan. Soros. I mean, I remember Soros how to say it, but I totally forgot. But um. She's amazing, and then they talked about because like because what's her name? Kate Winslet is forty. Oh no, she's like older than Sorority. Oh, the age yeah, gap. The age the gap. gap. I was gonna mention that actually. You go for it. Oh, okay, and she said that like at a, Kate Winslet said at a certain age you just don't care about your body, and then Sorority or whatever. She was like, oh, is it because you have children? I was like, oh my gosh, they're on the same wavelength. Like she finished her sentence. She wasn't like, what do you mean? Like, I was like, oh, my gosh, they're twins. What you mean? <laughs> what you trying to say? What you trying to say, Kate? What? Say it in my face. <laughs> Change the narrative on me, huh? But huh? I was like, I missed you. But I love that they were on the same wavelength. And I was like, whoa, they're true artists right there. I totally yes. agree. And um, when it comes to the age gap, I find it ironic because usually, um, so Kevin Bacon and the Man of Seafried, they had a movie mm-hmm. recently, and it was a big age gap. And I and I agree with you. Once you're a certain age, you know, yeah. that's it. That's it. You were talking about the body, which is funny because, and I hate to be uh, gross, mm-hmm. 
But um, the, le- uh, the the sex scenes, Kate Winslet still has an amazing I Cyrus Ronan? No. That chick has, like, the body of, like, a 12-year-old boy. Like, I was just, like, I felt, like, really weird. Like, yes, when they were, like, doing the sex mm-hmm. scenes, I was just, like, put back on your clothes. I'm going to get arrested. Oh, no, she's a great actress, but she needs to stay away from the sex scenes. I do not need to see that. That's <laughs> He has pale body. Kate Winslet, you can show me your body. Like, so good. Good. She know it, though. Yes. Period. Yes. But back to the age gap, um, yeah, I'm surprised that not many be- – and I, it's not a big deal to me. They're both fine mm-hmm. actors. Once you're over, like, 18, 21, you're all the same age to me. Yeah, it's like whatever. You know what I'm so, yeah, and they're very accomplished. They're very awesome. And I'm glad that they got to do something like that. I'm glad they were – Kate Winslet is – like super accomplished, so she doesn't give a fuck. Like she'll, she's I'll, doing I'll ask her anyway. For the art. But I'm glad. Yeah, I yeah. love that dedication. Exactly. exactly. Piggybacking on that, Cerise mm. um, and I'm glad at 26 she's professional enough to take on those kind mm-hmm. of roles because you know some people get queasy. Yeah, with I mean, sex, sex scenes in general, people get yeah, queasy. Yeah, I think there's a different culture too because she's from Europe, and I think American culture were more like closed off with that. I mean, hello. It's like going to Sojo Spa, you know. It's in NYC. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a free-for-all. So you gotta be on that level. Yeah. And you you gotta, like, know ahead of time, like, you know, it's like, I would compare, like, a, a nude scene in a movie to going to the spa. Like, for real. Like, you gotta be okay with just comfortable. Like, this is what to expect. Like, everybody's gonna be, like, doing their own thing. And we're all human, so hello. Why should you care? You shouldn't. Totally yeah. agree. Totally agree. Totally agree. Um, right, I'm like a broken record right now. I'm gonna have to like, disagree with you just to like break it up. No, oh my god, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna disagree. Just kidding. <laughs> just to fucking disagree. Just to, disagree. Just to break this shit up. Just to not bore anybody on the other line. <laughs> Uh, let's move on. Uh, First Cow is another Oscar. Uh, these are not officially Oscar contenders. Uh, nobody who the nominated them. But um, I love Oscar movies. Okay. I love award season. So I try to scour the internet, try to see what is out there that might be nominated. And right now, First Cow is starring John Mongrel. He is from, um, if you've seen Umbrella Academy, he was the boyfriend of Ellen Page. Um he was also a villain, mm-hmm. but he's also the boyfriend I, I or uh, Leonard. I used to um, John yeah, Leonard. I used to yeah, Leonard. I used to review Umbrella Academy on my show. I did see yeah. that actually. Like I each episode, I was so like detail oriented. Like we got to watch every. I only got into it recently. Mm-hmm. I'm I get I get really and the fans know of the mm-hmm. show. I get actually pretty fatigued of uh, comic book source material. Oh. But I'm very, but I contradict myself because I'm about to, I'm about to watch Sabrina. Oh, <laughs> uh, Utopia was based off a yeah. comic, so every, almost everything is comic book source now. So like, I can't even avoid that. But um, I watched that and the boys, but I did not watch them like when they first came out. I watched them like only like a, like a few months ago. Mm-hmm. But they're very good. Yeah. I definitely missed out. I definitely was, uh, was playing myself. Hey, you said it not me. 
<laughs> so John Magaro, Orion Lee, Alia uh, Schwaklat, mm-hmm. she is from um, Arrested Development. Oh, Arrested Development. Uh, Wait, oh my gosh, that is um, uh, what is her name? It's, it's the cousin, like the um, what's his George's cousin? That's right. I forgot her name. What's her name in the show? <laughs> she was so crazy. Are you sure you don't want another? You don't want another? Uh, you don't want another crack at it? I, Ah, oh, shoot, I can't. I can't. Maybe. Maybe. I'm so mad. That's what I know. <laughs> well, she's briefly in okay. it, though. I don't even know why you don't talk about it, because she's very uh, famous. But Toby Jones is in it. Um, there's a bunch of people in it. And uh, it's basically about these people from 1840. They go to the Gold Rush. Um, it's actually it's not even the Gold mm-hmm. Rush, my bad. It's not even in that time period. But the Gold Rush is about to happen. Mm-hmm. They're in San Francisco. Um, this guy comes from Boston. Boston. He um, was an apprentice, <laughs> and he was um, an apprentice to a baker. So he wants to make money off of making baked goods in the early 1800s. And he has a Asian partner. They come. They they get into business together. And um, but the only problem is is they need milk, and there's only one cow in the region, and they have to go to this rich person's house and steal the milk in order for. To sell their products. It's a challenge for me. <laughs> Absolutely. Right? Ch- milk challenge? Exactly. <laughs> We're <already> crazy. <laughs> right? I, I will jerk those titties in the dark. Oh, don't, don't you worry. You? I bet you would. I bet you would. <laughs> right? Calm down, girl. Calm down. Calm down, baby. I got you. Hey. Got you. That's like a really good improv scene. <laughs> I was in it to win it like, what's next? Right? I was in it to tell you. It's the puns for me. (laughs) So anyway, first cow, there's a lot of people who say that it's going to be nominated for Best Adapted Screenplay, so obviously it's a book. And, um, yeah, I really enjoyed it. You should definitely go watch that. Um, Yeah, and you might get an Oscar nomination out of it. Who knows? I'm thinking of ending things. If you have seen Jesse Buckley, she has been, she's a singer, actually. She's an Irish singer, but um, she's been in a couple good projects recently. She's been on the newest season of Fargo. She was also on Taboo, uh, starring uh, Tom Hardy, his show that is on um, mm-hmm. FX. Very good show. Um, so she plays, I didn't like this movie, by the way. This movie sucked. Oh. <laughs> I'm thinking of ending things, and they and it was on one of the Oscar contender lists. I think it was on uh, Variety.com. Okay. So it stars Jesse Buckley and Jesse Clemens. And Jesse Clemens, if you recognize him, he is the husband of uh, uh, Kristen uh, Dunst. <gasps> and uh, yes, mm-hmm. yes, he was also on Breaking Bad. He was also on Fargo as well. They also were together on. Um, that Florida show that was on Showtime, oh. how to make it, how to like become famous in Florida okay. or something like that. Whatever. Tony Collette's in it. David Delaware. He was also in Harry Potter. Yes, he was also in Harry Potter and um, and Fargo as well. <laughs> but anyway, so it's about these two people in a car. They're in a relationship, and as before, she even gets in the car, she says, "I'm thinking about ending things." And she's about, and they're about to go see his parents, and they're on this really dark road. And it's literally them talking almost the whole movie. And then it takes a turn when they get to the parents' house and everything, like, starts getting really twisted. You're just like, where are they? Like, things start becoming in time loops. 
people start getting younger and older at different times. Uh, so without spoiling anything, if you're into, it reminded me of the movie Mother. I have you seen the movie Mother? I with, hate uh, oh. So d- don't worry. You didn't miss much. <laughs> <laughs> it was very confusing, that movie, too. Like, things were all over the place. So if you're into that, if you're into a lot of a lot of not organized thoughts on your screen, <laughs> this movie is for you. But when it and it's got a lot of Oscar buzz. I don't know why. I guess because of the acting performances mm-hmm. while they were in the car. And Tony Collette is a she classic. Is. She always is in great. Yeah, she's always in great stuff. That's probably why I got that recognition. But other than that, I can't think of why. I think um, the Oscars loves like twisted thoughts. Yeah. yeah, I agree. And it's and it's like it's considered a thriller horror. There was like almost, there was no horror in it at all. There was they made it. They got creepy. Yeah. But they made it thriller. They made it what? Horror. Like, they're like, well, we'll make this thriller horror. We'll define thriller horror. Not thriller. Thriller yeah. horror is not going to define us. <laughs> I feel like that's like a lazy way to label things nowadays, though. <laughs> like, thriller, thrillers, because not that they, not many things scare us anymore. Yeah. So, suspense and thriller is basically the new horror genre. Like, mm-hmm. as long as you can make it a thriller, people will try to categorize it as a horror film. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm, my face. Mm-hmm. The last one is Utopia. That's on Prime. Um, it's not that new. It's been out for a few months, as a matter of fact. Um, it stars uh, John Cusack and my man Rain Wilson from The Love Office. Him. As a matter of fact, The Office is now on Peacock. If you're missing it from Netflix, my dad is a huge fan. He was very upset, mm-hmm. but I was like, "You have my Peacock subscription, so why are you upset?" He's Wait, like, "Oh, you're right." Stop. Stop. Wait. The Office isn't on uh, Netflix anymore. Stop. Nope. Starting December 31st, they took it Stop. all off. It's all on Peacock. It's all on NBC's this platform is, now. This um, is news to me. Whoa. Uh-oh. Hold up. We need to give you some time. Right. Because that was my... Absorb this news. Let it process. What am I going to have in my background, like in my house now? Like a different show? <laughs> Peacock is seven ninety nine a month. Oh, that's not that bad. That's not that bad. <laughs> You can go get it there. You, and they have a lot of extras. They have a lot of bonus materials. Uh-huh. They uh, they make, like, little snippets, like, little, like, mini bonus episodes and stuff like that. So it's pretty okay, cool. Cool, cool, cool. I love The Office as well. I don't love it enough to watch it again. Okay. I don't love any show to watch it again. Mm. And my dad is really annoying. And he's not the only one. Mm. I see it's you, yeah. too. Mad people do that. Mad people just have it on as, like, background music. Yeah. And, like, they're just comfortable with, like, seeing a thousand episodes in a row, and I'm just like, damn, don't you get tired of I know, of it's like comforting. I have two shows that are like that. Family Guy and The Office. They have to be my background. Like, if I'm, like, trying wow. to, like, be interactive, you know, in the house, like, not a bum. Yeah, that's my show. Not a bum today. <laughs> you know what really grinds my gears, Lois? Oh, my God. Anyway. That's a good impression. Frank, go to your room. Sasha Lane. Is in Utopia. She is. Uh, she plays Jessica. Oh shit! Got a damn name. Oh, it says it right there. <laughs> Jessica Hyde. Jessica Hyde. So the comic book is is uh, is focuses on this girl running away from the government, and the government is trying to infect the world with a disease. Kind of similar to what's going on. Gotcha. <laughs> and uh, so John Cusack is like this like big pharma head. He's he's the villain, and Rain Wilson is this like ambivalent uh, scientist. <clears throat> And, and these big comic book nerds, they know that in this graphic novel, it pretty much dictates events. Mm-hmm. It pretty much like uh, gives like premonitions. 
And so, uh, yeah, so they, they go to this comic book convention, they go get the comic, they know that it has, it's tied into the end of the world. And ever since they get their hands on the comic, <laughs> all types of things, all types of people come after them and they're trying to save the world. And I actually really enjoyed it. I, I was really hooked. It was a very good show. So if you want to check, check that out, out, check it out on Amazon Prime, Amazon Prime, Sasha Lane, she was in Honeybee. She was with uh, Shia LaBeouf. She's a, She's up and coming. So if you mm. see a light skinned biracial chick in a movie um, who has dreads, that's Sasha. Gotcha. Oh my God, what is that? What the fuck did I say? And it's really not what I said, it's more what So Clean said. And we are on the best part of the show. My favorite part of the show is the movie section and the television. <laughs> but we all know why you're here. You're here for So hey. Clean. And so the episode is called So Fresh and So Clean. Um, let's get to her first. Tell us about So Clean the Podcast. Okay, so So Clean Podcast is about all things pop culture, relationships, life, and TV, Netflix recommendations. I feel like kind of similar to your show. Yeah, I love the, you know, what? my favorite part of your show, too, is the freaking TV part. Like, it's so lit if you get into it. But um, I started in August. And now I'm going on episode 21. I have some juicy episodes coming out. Congratulations, by oh, the way. Thank you. There's, there's so many people that start podcasts and launch them, and they just they just fall off. And you're very consistent. I I enjoy it, and I enjoy the wrinkles that um that that differentiate us, like as far as the relationship advice. And you're a lot more into um life advice too, to be honest. Like mm-hmm. I try to stay away from that. I try to just. Straight up entertaining. Thank you. I don't like to tell people how to live their lives. I don't tell people how to live their lives, but I think like in the middle. I I misworded that. I didn't mean to say that. You don't. I don't. I don't give advice. I really don't. I just put inspirational energies out there, and you make the choice. Everybody makes that choice. Uh, this is true. Mm-hmm. This is true. What uh, What inspired you to start the podcast? Okay, two things. Um, I started. Uh, what you gonna call it? What did I do? I I filmed Final Love Live. And I had such a momentum and a high off of it. And believe it or not, I'm not in like that genre, that vibe, that entertainment world at all. Like I have, I'm like a regular person. And then once like I did find love laughs, like oh shoot, like this is me. Like this is my calling. You got the sauce. Yeah. You got the. You found out that you had the sauce. And I never knew. Like I don't know anybody. Like. Anybody that, nobody I know is, like, really into, like, TV or, like, they're, like, I know, like, a few musicians that, like, do it on the side or whatever, and they, like, probably were background singers, but, like, nobody that's, like, with the personality and that's, like, trying to go to Hollywood, blah, blah, blah. I'm not going to go to Hollywood, but, like, you know, there's two different kind of entertainers, yeah. So, then my friend from the Highly Advised Podcast was, like, you should start a podcast, and and then I started vlogging, too. I'm going to start getting into acting. Later, just gotta get them headshots. But <laughs> you should, you should, and um, not to say that you won't be auditioning, but you don't even have to. Like this is your auditioning. This is this is oh. your, this is your real. Like you having your YouTube channel, them seeing you interview, them seeing you be candid, oh. them seeing you, uh, people seeing you improv and all that good stuff. So I'm sure you're gonna put the headshots. I'm sure you're gonna do all that stuff. But to be honest, if you don't, you don't need it because they they. Pretty much what you're going to give is what you're doing right now. And I think you're really talented. You would, I, I wouldn't try to have you if you weren't. Not that like this is like, not like this is like access Hollywood or anything like that, but, um. That means that people notice. 
Definitely, no. I definitely ran into your show a few times. Oh. Um, the hashtags on Instagram. That's how I. That's how I ran into your show. Really, and then I found you first. Yeah, when I, you I did. You did, but like, but um, we did. But we were like, you know, ghost liking each other and shit like that. Oh, but, yeah. <laughs> so then, the parallel, yeah. parallel universe kind of thing. Yeah. That's right. That's right. So, like I said, I'm very impressed. I need to get into more vlogging, and um, so I look to you to like get more inspiration Ooh. and ideas for that. Um, yeah, tell us about your vlogging. You like to vlog about television mm-hmm. shows. You have beauty uh, secrets sometimes. Tell us more about so, it. So, I have the Life It's Open channel on YouTube. Um, it's about beauty, fashion, lifestyle. I do food vlogs. I I'm trying to incorporate more travel once this COVID thing is over, but um, yeah, I post every Sunday, y'all, tune in. That's right, every Saturday the mm-hmm. podcast, every Sunday a new vlog video. Totally. That's right. Love it, I love it. Uh, what is your favorite vlog episode, and what is your favorite podcast episode? Ooh. So my favorite vlog episode, this was a spur of the moment uh, vlog. I'm trying to remember. Yeah, the Virginia Beach food episode. I was like, I gotta, I gotta film something. I, I post every Sunday. I'm not trying to put like inconsistent vibes out there. Hello, I'm in it to win it. So I mean, because <laughs> <laughs> like, um, people like told me like, oh yeah, you didn't post one week. I thought you died. And I'm like, you think I'm gonna quit? Like it's you know, right oh. exactly, but what YouTube made me realize is that I'm like not competitive with other people. Like I definitely want to uh, collaborate and etc. But I'm more. I never realized how competitive I am with myself. Oh, because you're looking. Oh, because you're looking at your analytics. My analytics and like I want to make sure I'm posting every Sunday, even though I haven't yet. But I will. Shoot, that that's not over. <laughs> That's okay. That's a goal. That's yeah. good. And consistency is key, especially in the in the role that we play right now. Like we're not super famous. Mm-hmm. We don't have a big budget. So right now, our fans rely on our. That's how I feel. I'm not mm-hmm. saying that you're a brand, but like I feel like that's a good thing that you are. And the fact that it's a goal, the fact that you have that in mind for your fans, that you want to be consistent for them, that speaks that you're ahead of the game. Oh, in my really? Because I also see there's two types of people in this game like people who are BSing like no offense like they're like oh I'm I, they make it an excuse like oh money is um in the way I can't afford this da, 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 da. and I'm all like either you do it or you don't period absolutely absolutely no and right. if you're sad um, like you're either you're gonna do it or you don't like cause I'm sad when I fell too oh, but yeah I know, and I enjoyed that for you. Um, I hope this is not too personal, but I watched an episode. I watched an episode on IG one mm-hmm. time, and you were talking about um, some skin issues. And I was like, and even though that's not so, actually, maybe I would do that. I was, I was, it was, I was impressed because you were very, very honest about that. Like you were very raw about yeah. that, and it was, it was, it was nice. It was, it was touching to be honest because even though like I'm very. Even though I'm very honest with my mm-hmm. audience, I'm very sarcastic, so, like, people can't, like, really differentiate mm-hmm. with that. So, like, you were very authentic with that, so I, it really resonated. Right. resonated because like, I know a lot of people that, like, rely on their looks. Yeah, there's beautiful people out there, et cetera, et cetera, but, like, I'm not going to build um, something on just superficial BS. 
Like, I want you to know the real me. I'm more than just this, more than just, like, I'm more than anything superficial. Like, I'm not trying to put that vibe out there whatsoever. Like, I believe that authenticity is key. Hold up. I just want to make sure my computer doesn't Oh, shoot. They went on power save mode. Okay. Okay. No. And I really appreciate that. I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm a big fan of that, and I'm sure your audience is a big fan of that. Uh, that's something also I'm slacking on too, like making little clips of the the video that was produced. Like you do a very good job of that. Like you give like little short snippets of like what's to come, what are the favorite parts of the episode. I try to do that within the time codes, but I need to follow your lead oh. with that because that's a very good way of marketing, and I think that helps your show tremendously. So. uh yeah, that was one of my favorite moments. That was definitely one of my favorite moments. I think you're beautiful oh, already. Okay. Like, sorry if that's I love it. No, I love that. <laughs> right, right, <you> know. <laughs> I know I had, I had a guest recently uh, big me up, and I was like, Oh, what's up? Yeah. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's I know. Not, it's not, you know. <laughs> right? Um, no, I love. I I I love uh, being flattered. I will yeah, never get. Yeah. Uh, I will never get tired. Gas you up, but like you got a genetic quoi. Hey, you know, yeah. Hey, I'm more Jamiroquois. I'm more, I'm more him. Oh, like, shoot. <laughs> you, I don't, right. oh my gosh, I'm gonna, it's the movie with um Julian, what's her name? Because you're such a, a movie buff. She's like a, in this improv thing with the guy from Get Out, no, not from Get Out, from uh prom, the, the principal. Oh, the new yeah. movie prom? I didn't watch oh. that. Um, but I know who's in it. It's like Meryl Streep and uh, James Corden and all them. Damn, I don't know what you're talking I mean, I do, but I'm like, look. You have his vibes. Mm. Oh, I wish I forgot. I remember his name. Yeah. But but the person was in the movie prom? Yeah. You have to look it up? Yeah. Okay. The principal. Yeah, I'm going to look it up. Right oh, I think I do. He was keen in it. Kill and Peel. Ah yes, Keenan. Um, ah, I'm gonna say his name. Uh, Keegan. Um, Keegan, uh, yes. Keegan Michael Key. Keegan Michael that Key. Is, ah, hey, that could be worse. It's okay, but he's biracial too. I'm black and white. But you and have so his sense of humor. So, yeah. You have his vibe. You just like you could be bros. We could For be real? bros. We could be half white bros. Hey. We could be. <laughs> we could be more. <laughs> oh, look at that! And uh, oh, and Ariana Grande's in there. We have a biracial person, and we have a person who thinks she's black. Oh, no, <laughs> the the shade, the shade. I'm not coming for her, am I? Am I? Uh, so you mentioned you mentioned um, uh, fine mm-hmm. love line. Sorry that I was quiet for that, mm-hmm. but because I actually wanted to focus on it a little more later. Ooh. How was that? We both yes. were on that show. I had a blast. I had fun too. You said that in. Hired you to get more on camera. I'm so happy that it did that because you're a natural. Oh, um, how did they reach out to you? Um, tell us about your experience. Um, I'll tell the audience to go watch it. It's on your IG. There's a video on there in one of the uh, the grid posts. You can go catch the clips on there. She says, "I promise I'm not drunk." Yeah, because I knew people were gonna <laughs> yeah. like be like, "Yo, she's drunk." Da, 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 da. And I'm like, "Y'all need to fall back. This is just natural energy." Oh. Yeah. Yeah, so this is the money, this maker. Is the money maker right here. Hello. <laughs> Hello. 
So how did they reach out? Did you reach out? Did they find so you? So I reached out to them. I was just contemplating manifesting in silence that like, oh, I want to be in TV. So I'm always like looking for opportunities. And then I saw the TLC posting and gonna be honest, I don't care. I lied to the 10th degree on my email. Because at first it was true at the time, but I like, you know, I have a little bit of spice, you know, <laughs> to the email I sent them. What? Mm-hmm. You lied to be on reality TV? Who does that? Kidding, yeah. So um, they reached out to me right then and there. And then a few days later, like I just moved into my new place. And then they call me, and I didn't tell anybody. It's like, oh my gosh, this is really happening. And they're like, hey, do you want to be on the show? And then you know, before you know it, I'm on it. But they were so great. They're so they helped prepare, especially if you haven't been on TV. They were with me the whole day, getting, and I was like nervous, like, oh my god, I've never been on TV before, blah blah. blah. So yeah, love them. Nice. Uh, yeah, I actually follow the person that won. Um, we're we're. For like oh, uh, me social too. media friends, shout out to Greg. Uh, oh, yeah, I that's love cool, Greg. right? Yeah, no, I did a lot of cool. That's right. That's yeah. We're friends. On, he's uh, yeah, he's the comic book writer. I don't know if it went it well. Wait, you were on the but, pregnant uh, lady episode. I, I was. I was. I, um, they thought that I was that I was funny. Uh, that's what they knew. I wasn't gonna win, but they they thought that I would uh, try to like uh, inject some jokes, which I did. Mm-hmm. And uh, she was pretty. Yeah. I knew I, I knew she was out of my league, though. I knew, um, and I said it too on the show. I was like, "Find love, fuck boy." Like, who wants me Dang, right now? I'm like, I'm not, ready for, I'm, not, I'm not ready. I'm not ready for prime time. Like, I'm not ready for like uh, Bachelorette. The best of the best. Oh shoot! <laughs> I mean, I'll do it, but like you know, I mean, in my opinion, you're not getting like a pro- like I'm more potential. Oh you know shoot! Like, like in in the future, you're gonna get a great version of me. But if you're gonna get me now. Be That's like the, the <laughs> Tia Mori and her husband story. She's like, yeah, she saw the potential in him, and now they live in a magic mansion and stuff. You remember, you know the story? Yeah, now? they don't happen anymore with the with the the life of left and right swiping. Yeah, no, totally. Nobody does no, no. People go like this. Oh my God, he has potential. Oh, but this person has his own apartment. <laughs> yeah. I, oh my God, he's so talented. He has so much potential. Oh, but he doesn't have a car. Uh, I don't like walking in the winter. Wow. So, so, yeah, I hate Tinder for that. So I don't do dating apps. But, like, I bash with people and and then the dude didn't have a car. <laughs> I'm, like, having flashbacks. Like, oh, I have to drive the dude. <laughs> like, or where? It's a no-go for me. That's a, that's a no-go. Oh, well, while we're on this, what are no-goes for your um, – you're, you're not into apps. Yeah. But um, I'm interested in this because I've actually had conversations with females about this recently. And we're, we're not going to get, like, intense. No, we could because I, would like I to am in pain about, like, relationships. Totally. It's a, oh, yeah, it's just, oh, like, a really sad thing, like, the way um, relationships are nowadays. 100%. Like, I could go into it. I mean, I talk about What are things that you can't, what are, what are, what are things that you, let's, let's name three things mm-hmm. real quick, um, of what you need to have, what's a requirement. non negotiable when you're in a, like, when you are either being courted or in a relationship. It's, um, I'm all about vibes. I don't know if I could, like, I think the more I talk about it, I don't know if I could be like, boom, boom, boom. Um, so, okay, that's okay, so I can initial, initially tell when somebody's, like, in it to win it. Like, they're all in. Okay. Because 
Um, there's two types of people. There's like the hesitant person that's like kind of stringing you along, trying to get your vibes. You're just an option. They need to go. Okay, don't give them the time of day. Seriously, because it's a waste. And when you can feel somebody's hesitant about you, you just like it's like it's either you're in it to win it or not. And I feel that way with podcasting too. Like I've collabed with people, and then there's some people who are like hesitant. They want to be yes. They're like, yeah, I'll do it. Totally great. And then you you tell them like, oh, we're gonna do this day, blah blah. blah. And then all of a sudden they don't answer. Bye. If I get those vibes in a relationship too, but uh, it's not gonna happen. Get that boot in the ass, yes. motherfucker. Get the hell out. It's, no, it's the BS for me. And the car thing, no. No, 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 no. I try to give it a chance. So you so you you can't be a chauffeur to a dude. You need to have you need to have that person have a ride. Well, it's just kinda awkward. Like you wanna well, I'm an adventurous person. I love trying new things. People take the adventurous um side of me as like oh she's a hot mess she's irresponsible she's the type to be like on the side of the road like probably dead drunk naive gonna get into some dumb crap well, yeah it's the under your friends are so extreme the, uh, no I can feel it it's the underestimation for me like for instance I was at work and I I was a veteran or whatever and I was like oh I I joined one of the reasons I joined is to travel and then they BS me they're like well you could go we'll bring you to South Carolina I said all right Bet I'm gonna freaking go to Paris. I'm gonna go to London. I'm gonna pick with my own money. I don't need this job to bring me to Ethic, what you call it. Oh wow! I can't believe they only kept you at the base. I can't believe they didn't. Yes, bring you like the BS for me. It's like the changing the narrative for me. Like <laughs> it's the sadness for me. So I'm all about adventuring, and I want to try new things. Like. I'm spontaneous, so, like, if I'm like, oh, yeah, let's go glamping, ah, and then there's, like, the boring people, no offense, they're like, oh, I don't know, uh, like, I can't go glamping, like, oh, I gotta take, like, a day off of work, or, like, uh, like you don't have to take a day off. I just meant, what, I just meant, why does this person have to have a car in order for you to be a person? Well, I, well, that's, just like, another point, because I'm just, like, thinking, like, man, I want to go glamping today. I want to go clamping this week. I feel I feel like be spontaneous, and then the other person's like, oh, I don't know, like, um, because I I this is not about the car thing, but I wanted I saw Cardi B. Oh, so so you don't like timid guys? That's I what think you're so. To say. Yeah, you don't like, I don't know why I attract them because then they're like all like trying to like vibe with me. I'm like because they're trying to compensate. They're trying to co- they know that they're boring. So like uh, having you that's not boring, it kind of it kind of levels them out. But then I get bored when I want to do stuff. I know it's not it's not fair. Don't get me wrong. That's why you need to throw them back in the ocean. I get you. Yeah, all the way to the other side. Or and I'm not I'm not like I I barely know you, so like I'm not trying to like you know pinpoint her like. But also, there's a lot of people that find people like you to dim their light so that they can shine. So that you know what I'm saying, like they will, they don't get happiness. They're not happy with themselves, so they try to. Go, they try to like collect people that they can like try to bring down oh my in order gosh. to control to have some type of control in their life. Dang, because like I sense that. That's why I think I'm sad. That's why I was like, when you saw the skin post, I think I was going through that at the time. And oh, you yeah, oh, that's a big thing. Acne, stress, yeah, yeah. and um, that's why I'm trying to like surround myself with people like with that don't gaslight. Oh yeah, gaslighting is a no no too. Like a no go by like because I could tell when it's happening and I don't have energy to entertain it. I don't have like I just 
I'm like, I move fast. Like, keep up. That's crazy. Because, like, once I make a decision, I'm, I'm like, in it to win it. Like, I'm out. Yeah, like, I'm not going to think about it. It's like, boom, either, like, it's a yes or a no. Like, for instance, I bought um, a place. And, like, I think... Thank you. See, I'm like so fast paced. And then they were like, Oh, are you sure you want to do it? The market, da, 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 da. I'm like, I want it and I want it today. And if I have to change my strategy, I'll do that. But like, I'm not going to like not want this place. Period. Tell that squatter in the backyard, <laughs> I mean, business. yeah, it's like, are you BSing me? <laughs> but, anyways, do you have, do you have a, de- a day job? I do. I'm in IT. Get out of here. Nice. Good for yeah. you. So smart. Oh, so really? Smart. Um, I feel like everybody could do IT, but the now that I think about it, I'm like, you, you have to have a certain fast pace. You can't be boring, and you got to be able to figure stuff out. Because, like, for the most part, I'm figuring, like, stuff out, and I'm all like, oh, yeah, this is so easy. Like, you don't have to have a degree for this, but I'm all like, if you, like, are slow, like, ah. Uh, this is, like, the... I, I compare it to like Wall Street, like that fast pace energy. It makes sense. You're a people person, yeah. so I, it makes sense that you have a people person as well. Uh, are you are you more desktop or are you desktop. like uh, remote? Are you in both? Gotcha. I'm actually I had I'm ADHD in IT. I was in server. I worked on servers. I worked on uh, desktop. Wow. Yeah, Big data centers. Uh, now I'm more. Desktops, but secret company. Not like. Hey, good. No. All yeah. good. All good. We don't need. To, we don't need the outro. <laughs> All good. That's not the point of the program. But um, is there anything else we we did not uh, mention to highlight your wonderful brand? Um, I'm sorry, I didn't answer the question about the other reason why I started podcasting. So, what my personality? Oh, please, that's my fault. That's my good, fault. Because. I got sidetracked with the other question, and I could go on and on and on because I'm where that's where I'm at right now. ADHD, baby. Yes, ADHD. That's why. That's another reason why it's called keep yes, up. ADHD <laughs> to the fullest extent, and I think I can't hide okay. it anymore. I can't suppress it. Okay, like so. Don't get rid of it. Just get rid of it. Yes. Well, I don't know. I've just been living with it, but um, what should we call it? So I'm high energy, and somebody was like, "Oh, you you talk too much." All right, bet. Like, who do you think you're talking to? Like, you don't think I'm going to turn my lemons into lemonade? Like, watch. So, all of a sudden, (laughs) and all of a sudden, I'm starting a podcast. And I'm like, not only did I start a podcast, it's on Apple, Spotify, and Google. What's up? Bring it. The energy. Yeah. So, don't even go there. Like, you, let's like, when somebody mentions your talent as like a negative thing, it's like a gift. Like talking isn't like oh yeah. You are gifted. <laughs> and I'm glad you saw it through that. I'm glad that didn't uh that didn't discourage you at all because uh when I was younger, mm-hmm. uh there was people that said the same thing, like I talk too much or I'm too uh boisterous yeah. or I'm this and that, too much energy, you play too same. much, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> and I had uh and I, I don't want to like repeat too much, but uh, my grandfather spoke to my dad and my grandfather was like, cause my dad was actually thinking about putting me in military mm-hmm. school. He was thinking about putting me through intensive therapy and my grandfather, um, uh, God rest his soul. He goes, don't do that. He was like, there's people that pay millions of dollars to have that personality. Mm-hmm. He was like, 
that's going to benefit him. Like his personality, him being out there, him being loud, same thing mm-hmm. as you. Um, that's going to benefit you. And again, I, I totally see where he was coming from because now that I'm an adult, now I'm 34. And now that I'm around like different people, there are people that really, like you said, there are people that like you have to literally tear off their arm to like go speak in public. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to, you, you can't even pay them yeah, enough. I didn't just, know it was that hard for the people. Like, it is, it is. And it's, and, and the stage presence that you have, like I said, when it, when I was telling you, when I was, when I was talking about like having a reel and headshots, dude, like I said, your range is all here. Oh, <laughs> your range is all here. Your, your energy, all that stuff. Like I can't see why they would need to go anywhere else. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Your blah, like all the stuff that's on the internet of you. It's pretty much your real. Like you're you're doing it right now. Whoa, you're doing it right now. That's okay because I'm not. I know uh, everybody around me is like quiet. And they're haters. And you need to find more people like me. You need to find more podcast creators yeah. and stuff like that that is going to uh, nourish your abilities because you're you're really. Oh, good. thanks. And then the but yeah the car thing. I know it doesn't have anything to do with the car, but I was just going through flashbacks. Like yo, I was driving you X Y and Z, and then we would go out and it'd just be like awkward. Like yo, you got you really got no car right now? Like <laughs> it depends on the person. But, okay. Um, you can you, if you want to, you can tell us why uh, gender roles in in uh, at least the vehicle uh, are important. It's to not you. even a gender thing. <laughs> it's like um, I believe in teamwork, and I'm very big on like when I feel like somebody thinks that they could uh, they're taking advantage. Maybe I I really felt like some, they were taking advantage of the fact that I had a car. And I think that's what bothered me. It's not that they didn't. Do you feel like that in general, or did you feel that about the certain dates? Um, that person and dates in general, yeah. So I, I don't, I don't like that. That's a no go. Like the taking advantage part. Like somebody was like, "Oh, no, no," I'm like having flashbacks. They're like, "Oh, my tire is um flat." Da, 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 da. I felt bad, and I, I contributed. I know I'm so stupid and crazy. Contribute. I, mean, I know, right? So the person was on the phone. No. The person was on the phone, and you like Venmo the money to help with the flat. Yeah. Why? And was this your was this your boyfriend or was it someone you were just dating? It was like okay, yeah. No, I didn't want to get into it, into it, whatever. So like I was. No, you don't have to. You don't okay. have to. I was just asking the question. I, know, like, I couldn't hey, help it. Like, I, was, I was like, I'm only gonna give the information that I want to give. <laughs> you can. Yeah. No. 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 No pressure at all. There's no information. Mm-hmm. You don't have to tell. But uh, we got all. We got everything we wanted out of you. This is all bonus. It's just that um, (laughs) the principle of, like, oh, yeah, I gave the money, and then I just, like, I'm just tired of, like, the taking advantage, like, yes. So now I'm, like, very selective when it comes to. That's weird. I don't like to take money from almost anybody, so, like, let alone someone I'm courting, dating, in a relationship with. So that's weird in general. I have not had a car in a long time, so. Oh, no, but you're, you're up north. You're in the city. But it's just depends on yeah, your it's motives. Women, but it's your motives. It doesn't matter. There's there's women that don't have cars and that don't live that live at home and stuff, and they still will be like, "Well, you don't have your own apartment and you don't have your own car." But I'm like, "You don't either." Well, I'm a girl. Oh, <sighs> right, you're oh, a girl. It's just like the BS for me, but it's like the intention. Like, so obviously they're approaching you like you're gonna do something for them, right? So. Yeah. 
No, I'm, I'm really, completely. I like to be at least close to equal. I know no relationship yeah. is equal. There's no relationship 50-50. But at least fool me like it's like 60-40. Like, yeah, you know, like, like at least like try happened to, like, to like the – you don't – it's like the intentions for me, like I feel it and it's it's the I, – I hate it and it's the weirdest feeling and I can't stand it. Well, big things are coming your way. Like I said, you keep being consistent with the podcast. You keep working with people hey. like me and – quality guy because to be honest i've had people talk Mm -hmm. and i've been single for a long time but when we talk about those things um people are like what are you waiting for why are you so picky and to me like and i and i feel like you're similar in the way i am waiting for the person that likes me for me and i don't feel like i'm that person yet you don't like yourself so that person no i do like myself but i do i like myself a lot (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, but I'm saying is, um, oh, damn. Uh, Oh, man. (laughs) It's not your fault, but I got thrown off. (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't feel like I'm that version. You know what I'm saying? I am very picky. I have a high standard Mm -hmm. of the person that I want. And I'm I'm content with being alone, too, by the way. Like, if I die alone, what are you going to do? It's normal. Um, But if I do find that person... I don't think it's this person that I am right now. I think again, I think if it was someone who enjoys potential, but I don't think girls like that anymore. Yeah. Um, they like they like it right there in front of them. Like whatever is whatever they're about right now is who they want to fall in love with or go on dates with, be adventurous <laughs> with. So I am willing to wait for my career to blossom more in order to be more open to letting love in. Oh, that's where you're at. Yeah, it's hard. But, I mean, I feel it with podcasting, like, the vibes with people. There's, like, oh, yeah, we vibe, but do we work well together? I get that a lot. Like, oh, yeah, we vibe and vibe, but you're effing, like, just, like, unprofessional. Why wouldn't why would they think they can't work with you? No, I can't. I feel I after working with them, I I feel like I can't work with them because of the yeah. Oh, unprofessionalism. Yeah, no, that's a no. Yeah. That's a no, no. Like I said, uh, I had two uh, producers leave the show, and um, it was really stressful because I was writing them. I was just like, "How come you missed this deadline? How come I don't you did that? Do that?" And it's been way less stressful. Yeah, I don't exactly. Wanna... I'd rather just be with myself than rely on unreliable. People. I don't like. Yeah, unreliable is a no go for me. Like, also when, uh, let's say there's when people are like, oh, they try to argue a point. Like, oh well, I didn't know the schedule. Blah 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 blah. And I'm like, okay, so this is what we're doing. I don't want to work with you, and then I'll quit. Like, I won't even like work. <laughs> I feel you. I had, like I said, I had a couple of people um, uh, cancel on me. And I, I asked them if they wanted to reschedule, but I never reached out to reschedule because I was just like, no. oh, I need to do this. One person, one person, um, part of his brand, he he's like a clown, and um, and he's not like some circus clown yeah. or anything like that. He's a rapper, and it's like part of his persona mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And he was just like, oh, I I I didn't realize it was today, so he rescheduled twice. Oh, no. He wasn't ready the next day either, and I was just like, fuck it. And then the person, um. From last mm-hmm. weekend during the, the Christmas break, um, he went to Houston and he was like, "Oh, I figured that you didn't hit me up." And I did exactly what I did with you. I sent mm-hmm. invites, I did Google invitation, all that. I did the same thing. He never responded, so it was technically my fault that I didn't follow up. I and I did that with you too. I like to I like to treat people like adults. 
if we schedule this, that's it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not like, and yes, I did check in this morning and stuff like that. So maybe I should check in a little more, but I'm serious. Yeah. So when I say we're going to record, we're going to record. Like, I don't want to like baby you and be like, so clean on like Wednesday. Are you ready for Sunday? And then like on Friday, are you ready for Sunday? No, you're an adult. Right. Like, you should, if you want to be a part of this, and you're a part of it. You that's can it. feel the enthusiasm too. Like yes. when they really want to do it, like you're you're scheduling, da 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 da, boom, and then you're doing it, and then you're recording. I yeah, yeah. I sense that energy, and I think that's I now especially working on podcasting, like I could sense that energy with just people in general, and then I'm all like, you could really feel if they're enthusiastic or if they're legit, da 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 da, and I I have to be a certain level or we're not doing it. It's because the energy's not going to be there. Then you're going to record, and then your energy's going to be off. So. And, and energy is a big mm-hmm. part of your delivery, so don't don't lose hey. that. Before we before we go, we're gonna get one more in with the uh, with a holiday question. But before that, I just want to mention to people, uh, Sabrina is on Netflix right now. So is Bridgerton. I forgot to mention that by the way. I did mm-hmm. watch that. That's Shonda Rhimes' mm-hmm. show. Um, that's on Netflix. It's pretty good. It's a period piece. I've never seen Shonda Rhimes' shows before. Grey's I never Anatomy. saw a Scandal. I never saw mm-hmm. Grey's Anatomy or like a full episode. I mean. I never saw a full episode of uh, How to Get Away with mm-hmm. Murder, uh, but she's amazing. Mm-hmm. She's a talent, so I definitely will try to finish Bridgerton. My mom likes it, so I'm, I'm going to watch it yeah, with her. Yeah. Um, Chili Adventures of Sabrina is back, and also Cobra Kai oh, season three is now on. It was on YouTube, now it's on Netflix. But back to mm-hmm. you. Um, what did you do during the holiday season? And, uh, I know you don't celebrate too much, but like, um, I know this year was really was. shitty. For the first time, no Santa Con. Hey, oh. <laughs> no, no Santa's pissing all over the street and shit like no, that. No. Um, yeah. What uh, did you enjoy anything from the holiday season, I, or were you a Grinch like me? I was like a Grinch at the end, so I was like gung ho, like yeah, Christmas, ah, I'm gonna get a real tree, and I did. Yeah, and I was like, I wanted a theme. I wanted to be silver. I wanted to be blue. I'm gonna get a. I'm gonna get this light, you know, the, the topper. And I wanted the and I want LEDs. So I'm like going big or go home. And then um, I got presents. And then um, you know, as the holidays progress, it's like, oh wait, I'm not doing all this. I think next year. I my my point was to. Uh, to start new traditions, which is like get new trees, get have like a certain dinner, da 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 da, cook a certain dinner. But uh, next year, I'm not gonna. I'm just gonna chill, just like slowly but surely do it. But I love this holiday season, though. Believe it or not. Mm-hmm. Me too. And it was kind of it was it was a little bummer, like with mm-hmm. everything going on. But hopefully next year will be different. It actually made me appreciate the holidays a little more. Um, a few years ago, my brother got engaged on Christmas Eve. This year, my sister got engaged on New Year's Eve. A shout-out to her and Ralph. We're very happy for them. Congrats. Um, uh, I got myself a PS5, finally. Hey. That shit launched on November 12th. I had to go on the resale market for that mm. shit. I had to, like, meet up in, like, a police precinct parking lot in order to, like, have a safe mm. exchange. It's just serious out there, man. Mm. Right? Um, we used to do a segment called What the Fuck Did I Play? Mm. So that's for the, the people out there that are into video game news. Uh, my guests are not really into video games, so that's why we got rid of, rid of that portion. <laughs> so whenever we have, like, a gamer out there, sometimes we bring it back. But um, depending on the guest, I just leave it out mm-hmm. completely. 
But like I said, I was very happy to have you on board. I don't want to take up your whole Sunday. Um, you have a life. We need to get you back to that. We need to get you back on uh, your podcast. Yes. Um, where could they find you? I know that you have your show, the the podcast that debuts on Saturday. And like I said, the vlog, um, whenever you do produce it, it ends up on a Sunday. Where else could they find you? What other projects do you have on the horizon? Okay, so definitely check me out on Instagram, SoClean underscore podcast, S-O-K-L-E-N-E. And then I have Miss SoClean, Miss underscore SoClean on Instagram. That's my YouTube uh, Instagram. And I am going to announce. This is a great Oh, oh my God, we're getting a special announcement here. Oh, my goodness. So, right? So... For my podcast, I was, um, I was, I can't, I'm like so excited. Like I, I can't believe this is my life, but, um, I interviewed the co-director of the Orange Years, Scott Barber. Get out of here. That is so dope. I mean, I already watched it, so, but I'm definitely watching (laughs) that. Yeah, I'm going to put it on YouTube. We recorded last week, but oh my gosh. It, so the Orange Years is about Nickelodeon during like the uh, Geraldine, I forgot her name. She was like the CEO during like um, the 90s. Yeah. Yes, she was very influential. That's not the one that can, uh, sorry to be a downer, but that's not the one that hurt herself, Rosie O'Donnell's uh, uh, ex-wife. Well, I don't remember, sorry. but um, the Orange Years. The, the Orange, Orange Years, years. yeah, so... That's a documentary that's on like Apple, et cetera, et cetera, and Amazon. It's a banger. He interviews Keenan. He interviews Kel. He has like a lot of good uh, celebrities up there, and we talk about like the amazing celebrities. Geraldine Laybourne, yes. that's her name. Geraldine Laybourne, the American entrepreneur. She is still alive. Mm-hmm. She's in Bridgewater Township. Oh, it's close by. Right. Yeah. I used to live in Hillsdale, actually, so you're not that far either. Well, no, I'm in North. I was in North Bergen, so that was like far. Central. My uncle lives in uh, my uncle lives in Trenton, so he's not that far. Oh, from yeah, 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 so close. But yeah, so I was like super excited about that. That's my. I haven't told anybody about that because I'm very excited about yeah, that. Yeah, I never what? told anybody about it because I mean, I'm. Whoa, I can't believe it. Like I'm in it. This. <laughs> Well, I'm a film buff, so I I I really appreciate. Well, and I love Nickelodeon. Yes. I love all. I love the golden years of the nineties. Yeah. Uh, Angry Peter, all that good stuff. Uh, Rocco's Modern and Life. Talk about that in the, in the documentary. Yeah. Yes. I didn't even see the documentary. I'm going to watch the documentary, and I'm definitely going to watch that episode so I can have the full package. Oh. You can catch us tomorrow. Also, uh, if you're well, you're not going to see that. I, I edit this, <laughs> so it's not live. But if you're watching this and you go on to So Clean's channels, I will be there. Mm-hmm. I will be a guest on her. I will be a guest on her show. I can't wait for that. I'm looking forward to that. Um, you can catch me on Sylvan Sane. You can catch the Keep Up podcast, Keep Up NYC on Instagram, Keep Up Shut Up on Facebook. Um, we're also on Twitch. We're also um, if you want to cash app us, we're an independent media. Um, I was trying to do a Kickstarter. I was trying to do some crowdsource. Mm-hmm. But I need to keep it simple. So, again, just like So Clean, we're independent media. We're not doing this as a hobby. If you cancel on us, that shit hurts. Yes. <laughs> if, you're a guest, if you treat this unprofessionally, that shit hurts our feelings, yeah, really too. Does. We'll go in the corner with Eminem, and we'll try to cry it out. <laughs> but until then, we need your money. We need to make better projects. Um, so Clean is expensive, man. So 
in order for for me to work with her, she needs me to put in a hundred hundred dollars down. <laughs> you need to you need to pay to get in. You need to pay to get in. Gotta, pay your way. Gotta be that way. way. <laughs> right. Uh, so yeah, you can get, uh, type in Keep Up or Still Been Same. We're on Spotify. We're on Google Play. Actually, no, that's Google mm-hmm. Podcasts. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on SoundCloud. We're on iHeartRadio. We're on all the all your major anywhere you like the pod, and we're also on YouTube. You can catch So Clean's Pretty Fotch on our YouTube uh, episode. This is episode ninety two. So fresh, so clean. Thank you so much once again. Um, help us with the outro. Actually, one of our last guests tried to help us, so I say, um, actually, you could just say over and out, homies, at the end. Okay, okay. I want to say thank you first, though. So. Okay. Of course, thank you. Thank Why you. Did I go? I, I, don't let me hold you back. Don't let me hold you back. <laughs> thank you for having me on the show. I can't believe this. I'm so honored. I'm like with a fellow like podcaster that's been on TV, et cetera, et cetera, who knows the game, and I love it. You bring the action. You bring the heat. And I'm excited for future collabs. Me too. What is that in back This here? is on my cloud. Oh, 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 that one. Oh. <laughs> this is a thumbs up. My mom gave it to me for uh, my birthday. I love it. I Shout love it. And thumbs up to you and, and thumbs up to a great episode. Yes. Thank you again for being here. You're a great guest. You're a great podcaster. Again, we will be working with each other a lot yeah. more. So don't you worry. You're going to get majorly sick of me. No, likewise. Vice versa. Okay, well, what's the outro? You got it. Here we go. So all you're going to do at the end is say over and out. Okay. Here we go. You better shut the fuck up. Listen up. With Sylvan Sane and my guest, special guest, So Clean, over and out, homies. All right? You all ready? Right. Okay. You better shut the fuck up. Listen up. With my homegirl, So Clean, Miss So Clean, the So Clean podcast, and Sylvan Sane. Your turn. Over and out, homies. That's right. Over and out, homies.